Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Memoirs of a Movie Stand-In Podcast. Now, I know you're probably saying, wait a second, Greg, what's going on? You're doing that stand-in podcast again? Did, I thought, didn't someone cancel that? Uh, what, what, what's going on with the, the, the your stand-in podcast? It's, you, you abandoned that or something. Uh, okay, well, an explanation is in order. So let me just put it this way. Well, first of all, you know, no one else is going to cancel my podcast. That's not how it works. There's not like some, you know, <laughs> network that threw me off of the internet because I didn't, you know, produce enough episodes or didn't have enough listeners or anything. It's not like that at all. No, I can produce as many episodes of this podcast as I want to and just keep posting them on the internet. And that's fine. It's, it's, it's up to me. So I'm the guy that dropped the ball. I'm the guy that stopped making new episodes of the Memoirs of a Movie Stand-In Podcast. Um, it's been about two months since I made a, a new episode. So, okay, so I'm back. So why, why, why was I gone for two months? Well, I was just, it was a very, very busy summer. I don't know how else to make excuses for it. I just... You know, life happens and um, the podcast just had to take a back seat. Okay. But, you know, I didn't throw the idea away because, um, you know, I still have stories to tell about being a stand-in and you know, working in the movies. And and um, so I'll keep doing that. Now, I will say there there's a bit of a disappointment uh, when it comes to this podcast that I haven't had a lot of listener interaction. So maybe I haven't had a lot of listeners, um, you know, who knows, but uh, maybe now would be a good time to try and get some new listeners because something extraordinary has happened. Let me explain. As you may know, um, I spent most of my time working as a movie stand-in, working on the the Promised Land TV show and the Touched by an Angel TV show. They were affiliated with each other because Martha Williamson was the executive producer of each show and was also the creator of the Promised Land show. And so um, a lot lot of my fondest memories have to do with the show Promised Land because that was a, a series that I worked on from start to finish. I worked on every episode of that show. Um, well, I mean, I didn't work on the very first version of the pilot episode, but I worked on the uh, final version of the pilot episode, and then I worked right through the whole series. And so because of that experience, I was able to kind of um, get a, a, a an insider's view of the lifespan of a TV show. Um, I was able to, you know, see what was it like when you're first starting out and you're thinking, oh boy, I hope this works and I hope we uh, get renewed for, for a second season. All this, I was able to see all of that and, and, uh, you know, work on some episodes and go, well, this is fun. Uh, You know, this is a fun show. And then by the time you're in the second season, you know, you kind of hit that sophomore slump and I was able to kind of go, well, you know, now they've got this storyline where Claire is pregnant. I hope that doesn't ruin the series and and change the formula too much of what's working here. And then uh, finally, um, the third season, I was able to see that they really did drastically alter the the formula of the show to the point where I, I just don't think it had a chance to recover. And so I... I 
it wasn't that easy uh, going through this experience at the time because let's face it this was my job so if something went wrong with the show that was my job then I didn't have a job so there was that uh, issue working on Promised Land but on the other hand it was a valuable experience to to really have that first-hand look at the life cycle of a TV series and um, you know watch it from start to its uh, eventual anticlimactic end. And so Promised Land uh, contains my, my fondest memories of working as a movie stand. And even though I I actually worked four seasons on Touched by an Angel and only three seasons on uh, Promised Land, so you'd think that Touched by an Angel would somehow be more meaningful for me. It's a very, very close second, but I certainly had a more fondness for the for the promised land adventure working on that film crew. Okay, so why am I telling you all this? What's the big extraordinary thing that has happened? Okay, let me answer that. Um, I it's it's been a, a few years now since Promised Land has been on TV, even in in rebroadcasts. So um, Promised Land, the final episode aired on CBS uh, in May of 1999, so roughly 10 years ago. And then it was, uh, it was included on uh, uh, broadcast, uh, a part of the schedule on uh, the PAX TV network, which eventually, I think they changed the name of that network to something else, and then, and then maybe the Hallmark Channel was showing... Uh, Promised Land for a little while. Uh, PAX and Hallmark have been a little bit more... Um, um, what, what can I say? What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, they've been more interested in showing uh, prom- uh, uh, Touched by an Angel episodes over the years. So, ooh, wow, I'm, yeah, I'm recording on location in my backyard, so you can hear some traffic now and then. All right, so, um, yeah, Touched by an Angel has been a mainstay of the Hallmark Channel for a while, and uh, whereas Promised Land, they don't seem that excited to show the old Promised Land reruns uh, very much. So, um, even though Promised Land has been rebroadcast on these uh, cable and satellite channels over the over the years since 1999, it's still been I don't know, at least two or three years before uh, since uh, Promised Land has been uh, broadcast at all on any cable or satellite uh, system. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> this was last Friday, I happened to have, you know, again, a very busy summer, and for the first time in a long time, a Friday morning, I'm at home, a day off from work, and I turn on the TV... And lo and behold, I'm seeing Promised Land uh, on, on the schedule on, of you know the satellite uh, channels. And I went, Promised Land? Well, that's funny. And there must be another show called Promised Land or a movie or, or something on this channel that was just called GMC. I'm thinking, GMC? What, like the truck company? <laughs> what are we talking here? There's a GMC channel and they're showing a show called Promised Land. Maybe it's just some sort of patriotic American apple pie, Chevrolet, General Motors. Yeah, I don't know, we're living in the promise. But so I clicked on it, 
And lo and behold, it was, yes, the same Promised Land series that I worked on back in the 1990s. So it's being shown on GMC, which stands for the Gospel Music Channel. So there is a channel called the Gospel Music Channel. And I found it, and uh, they were showing the episode of Promised Land called Christmas, which was uh, about the 10th episode of the series uh, from the first season. So uh, I hear I, I, I picked up on it. I started, you know, first thing I did was program the DVR to record that puppy every time another episode came on. Yes, we're going to record Promised Land off the digital satellite system right now. And so um, I'm excited about that because, um, well, one thing I've, I, I did, uh, uh, it's been a, since I started doing this podcast, so maybe the beginning of 2009, I went through and I found all my old VHS recordings of the Promised Land episodes uh, that I worked on, which is all of them. And uh, so I started to um, copy those shows onto DVD for myself. And I believe that uh, within the guidelines of uh, copyright law, that is considered fair use. I recorded these VHS tapes myself when these shows were first broadcast on CBS. So therefore, I can, for myself, back them up onto DVD. So of all the people in the world, you know, I have all the Promised Land episodes on DVD. Well, not all of them. I'm actually missing three episodes from the third season that I couldn't find in my VHS collection. So I'm very excited to find that Promised Land is now being rebroadcast on the Gospel Music channel because eventually, a few weeks from now, they, they're going to broadcast those episodes from the third season and I'll be able to grab those and put those on DVD for my own collection. Now I know... Somewhere out in the world, there are people who are big, big fans of the Promised Land show. And they're very disappointed that the Promised Land series has not been released on DVD. Uh, that seems to be kind of a no-brainer, you know, these days. If, if like, uh, CBS, for example, owns the show, Promised Land. It was a CBS production. Sometimes, you know, if a show uh, is on TV, it might be produced by, say, Paramount Pictures, uh, has a television division, and, and they sell the show to NBC or something like that. But uh, in this case, it was uh, CBS itself that owned those shows. So you think, well, it's got to be a no-brainer. It, sh- it shouldn't be that much trouble, since the shows are already made, to transfer them to DVD and sell them, um, you know, as as a, a mass-marketed thing, but um, but they haven't done that yet. They've done it with uh, some of Touched by an Angel, but see, they haven't even uh, released all the seasons of Touched by an Angel for sale on DVD, and that's kind of confusing because that was a much more popular show. But in the meantime, I have my own DVD collection of uh, Promised Land episodes, and uh, well, I know that out there in the world there are people big fans of Promised Land that would love to have copies of my DVDs of Promised Land, but I can't. (laughs) I can't make copies for you. It would be a copyright issue, and I just can't go there. 
I mean, I know it doesn't seem fair. Uh, as long as they're not interested in selling these DVDs, um, you know, in a professionally packaged uh, box that you would just go down and buy at Walmart or something, if, as long as nobody at CBS is selling them, why should it matter if I want to distribute them? Because uh, they're obviously not interested in making money off of them, so why can't I? I know that seems to make sense logically, but the point is I just, I still, I cannot do it. I just don't want to go there. I do not want to get in trouble <laughs> with these people. So, um, you know, I've got all these episodes. I could put them on YouTube if I wanted to. But again, it's a copyright thing. It's against the YouTube policies. I can't do it. <laughs> so, so what can I say? Um, if, if it does your heart good to know that somebody, namely Greg Anderson, <laughs> has kept in his archives, uh, good quality copies of all the Promised Land episodes, and they do exist, you know, at, at least you know, you know, they exist. And at least, you know, of course, there's the Gospel Music Channel. Now, um, if you're a diehard, uh, promised land fan then get the gospel music channel and um or or find a friend that has it and, and have them uh, record things for you or if you're concerned about copyright laws you go over there and you record it yourself because uh, promised land is on the gospel music channel um we in our household here we have um uh, direct tv and the gospel music channel is on channel 338 on direct tv depending on your local cable system you may have the gospel music channel available on cable uh i think here in utah for example uh in areas where you can get comcast i believe it's channel 438 or something like that anyway the gospel music channel apparently is on comcast here in in parts of utah and uh I think it might even be available on uh, uh, Dish Network and on other cable systems around. So, um, all right. So, so anyway, it's out there. If you need to, you know, call all your friends and family members and see if they've got the Gospel Music Channel where they are. If you don't have it yourself, and you can um, maybe get them to help you, as long as they're not making a lot of money off of this. You know, copyright issues, of course. Um, and then watch Promised Land and follow along with me because now the last time I recorded an episode of the Memoirs of a Movie Stand-In podcast, I probably got up to about um, the third episode of the second season of Promised Land. So not even halfway through. And right now, um, on the Gospel Music channel this week, they're showing, you know, the 10th, 11th, and maybe 12th episode from the first season of Promised Land. So that means they're going to show, what, about uh, 10 or 15 episodes be be by the time, you know, that catches up with where I left off making this podcast. So um, we can follow along. And so, in fact, uh, the Christmas episode was rebroadcast uh, this week on the Gospel Music Channel, and I'll give you some show notes, maybe in the show notes for this podcast, so I can direct you back 
to a previous podcast where I talked about that episode. And then there's the uh, episode called The Getaway. And so, um, you know, that show, you can watch that and, and I can direct you to the, uh, to the episode of this podcast where I talked about the making of that episode. You know, so that'll be fun. So anyway, we cross-reference that and, and get you all up to speed. And it'll be fun to follow along with the Promised Land rebroadcasts and, and my podcast episodes, uh, which will tell you what it was like to, to work behind the scenes on, on that episode. So, okay, that was a long explanation of what's been going on and why, at least that's one reason why I could pump some new life back into the memoirs of a movie stand-in podcast and carry on and move forward. Now, granted, if you are a true, die-hard Promised Land fan, you realize that certain episodes of Promised Land have been rebroadcast as Touched by an Angel episodes on PAX TV or the Hallmark Channel, or even you could buy uh, selected episodes of Promised Land as part of the Touched by an Angel collection of episodes that are available on DVD. For example, the pilot episode of Promised Land uh, aired as an episode of Touched by an Angel. So if you buy the third season uh, Touched by an Angel DVD collection, you'll have that pilot episode of Promised Land on DVD. Um, also, the crossover episode featuring Delta Burke. Uh, part one was originally broadcast as a Touched by an Angel episode, part two as a Promised Land episode, but both of those stories, part one and part two, are available on the Touched by an Angel professionally produced DVD that you can buy legitimately at your, you know, favorite DVD retailer. Or or you could just watch them the next time they come up on the Hallmark channel. So, um, you know, there are options out there. And uh, as for me, well, I've got all these homemade DVDs that I made from my VHS tapes. So because they were coming, well, okay, here's here's how it happened. Uh, CBS broadcast the show, say, in 1996. Let's just take an episode like episode uh, 102 of Promised Land, the, uh, the, uh, uh, the Leap of Faith episode with the Alien Cafe. Okay, so let's take that episode as an example. It was broadcast first in uh, 1996. I recorded it off of a uh, I can't remember now if it was Dish Network or something called Prime Star that we had back, way back when, a satellite provider. And uh, just so happened that in order to get national networks like CBS at the time, uh, I had to subscribe to a package of network channels. And in this case, I had uh, a CBS affiliate from Washington, D.C. So my recording came from the satellite to the CBS affiliate in Washington, D.C., back to um, my satellite receiver into my VHS recorder. (laughs) And so just recently then, I played back that same VHS tape into a computer system that I use to make DVDs. And that was the long runaround method of how I got Promised Land on DVD. 
I had to do the work myself. Now, granted, the weakest link in that chain, as far as video quality, was the VHS tape. Now I have the opportunity to uh, find these old Promised Land episodes once again through the Gospel Music Channel, through the Dish Network, or, I mean, I'm sorry, Direct TV that I have now for a satellite provider. And so then I'll have that uh, improved digital picture quality that you get uh, from a digital source and not having to go on to VHS tape somewhere in the middle of the process. So, I'm, I'm faced with the, uh, the, the notion that really, in order to really do this right, I need to uh, now redo my DVDs that I made coming from this DirecTV source instead of the old VHS source that I used. And so then I'll get an improved quality, something worthy of putting on a DVD. However, <laughs> there, there is another issue at play here. Um, the original episodes of Promised Land, as they were broadcast by CBS, have just a little bit more material in them than the versions that are being shown on these satellite systems. It's a, it's a difference that, uh, I don't know when this first started, but uh, um, when a lot of these shows that originally aired on network TV... Uh, were put into syndication, certain uh, cuts were made just so that they could fill more commercial time. Like, like even you take something like uh, like Star Trek, for example. Um, just little bits and pieces were always cut out of Star Trek when, when the old original series Star Trek shows were, were shown in syndication. And so then when they start to put these back out on DVD, they say, you know, the original uncut version... And they run for like over 50 minutes, which is amazing. Um, because just over, over time, back then, they didn't uh, fill up... They, they didn't have a, as many commercial breaks, or at least when they did, they, didn't, they weren't as long. You know, a commercial break would maybe only be a minute long instead of, you know, like two or three minutes that is today. I, I don't know, you know. So, so um, by the time we were making the Promised Land show... Uh, average length of an episode was somewhere between 45 and 46 minutes. And the rest of the time to fill up the whole hour was filled with commercials. So we had, you know, like four commercial breaks during the broadcast, and, and that filled up the rest of that 14 minutes. Wow. So, um, and then when, so, so what I'm saying is when they broadcast these things on the satellite uh, channels and in what they call syndication, they might even cut it down to even shorter than 45 minutes and uh, fill in more commercial time. And so, when I get to the process of, <laughs> I'll say, remastering my homemade DVDs of Promised Land, I'm going to have to go through and just double-check uh, the the Gospel Music Channel broadcast against the original CBS broadcast just to make sure that uh, I'm, not, I'm not cutting things out that were in the original broadcast. So I think what may happen then is there'll be certain moments here and there where I will have to default back to the VHS version and in, in order to pick up those scenes that might be cut from the satellite version 
and then you go back. So I, you know, I'm I'm sure I'm explaining this very poorly and making it sound very confusing. But uh, well, needless to say, I'm I'm going to do my best to preserve uh, Promised Land as as it was originally uh, presented. Uh, way back in the 1990s. And then, you know, just my luck, if I go through all this trouble to remake my DVDs of the old Promised Land episodes, that'll be about the time CBS decides to go ahead and sell uh, the professionally produced uh, versions of the show for sale on DVD, and that will just kind of render my efforts moot. (laughs) And I'll want to go buy the version that they sell commercially because... You know, I'm sure that'll be better than what I'm making at home. We'll see. We'll just have to see. Maybe the extreme popularity of this podcast will convince the people at CBS that it's time. It's time to put Promised Land out in a uh, professionally produced, uh, Hollywood-produced DVD version. Well, we'll see. All right, so anyway, that's my big, big, long podcast about what has happened um, to, to, to the Promised Land show and why I think I can pump a little bit more life into this Memoirs of a Movie Stand-In podcast. So next week, I'm going to go ahead and uh, start giving you um, more behind-the-scenes stories about making the Promised Land show. So I, we're up to episode 204, the official fourth episode of the second season of Promised Land, the one where Josh has a girlfriend, and things get a little hot and heavy, and oh no, well, I'll tell you more about it next time, and you'll be able to watch that episode on the Gospel Music Channel coming up soon as well. Uh, I don't know about your time zone, but in my time zone, Gospel Music Channel broadcasts of Promised Land happen at 11 a.m. Mountain Time. So that'd be 1 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Central Time, and then what they're doing, in fact, I'm, I'm recording this episode of this podcast on a Wednesday evening. And tonight they're actually broadcasting, I think, three episodes of Promised Land in a row during the evening hours. And these are episodes that they already showed earlier this week during the day. So you have several opportunities to watch Promised Land. Get out there, watch it on the Gospel Music Channel. And, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. That'll be fun. Okay, and of course, I do want to get some feedback. I want to, you know, have some interaction with uh, my own audience. So try this email address. It's uh, moviestandin at gmail.com. Yes, moviestandin at gmail.com. And the official show notes of this podcast are available at utahstandin.blogspot.com. So that's all you need to know, and I'll see you next Thursday night at 8, 7 central time for a new episode of the Memoirs of a Movie Stand-In Podcast.